Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's have some real, heartfelt, authentic arguments here and bring in our executive producer, Bill Rowland, to help us sort out the NFL. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Well, where is Bill? There he is. There he is. Okay. Up this morning. Sorry about that. My computer decided to update right as you were talking about all the debates that we're going to have this morning. So that was a lot of fun. So I apologize. Oh, that's all right. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, did I say something out of Delay order? Of I thought, game. I was oh, like, the FCC oh. is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, it's good. No, literally, right as you started in on JJ Reddick and all the stuff that his producers were asking, my computer just decided to update. So that's why my camera mm-hmm. wouldn't come on at the time. So anyway, here we are. That's out of the way. Let's get to it. Read and react. Number one, Jacksonville spent the last two weeks. And well, I think will be their future home, London. They end up going 2-0 and knocked off Buffalo 25-20 to on Sunday. Jaguars now 3-2 and on the season. They held the high-flying Bills to just 20. They held the Chiefs to just 17 in a loss. With a schedule coming up of Colts, Saints, and Steelers before their bye week, it's a pretty good chance Jacksonville could be 6-2. and Jinx, 6-2. and We should consider them Super Bowl contenders at that point. I don't know about that. Now, now do I want to give a hot take? I'll tell you something. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win the Super Bowl. Travis Etienne is the best running back in the NFL. I mean, I could go off. Here's the thing. We love to do tiers on this show. Chelsea in particular. Tier one, tier two, whatever. 
Jacksonville is a very good team, but as we know, the AFC is mega talented, particularly compared to the NFC. And so when you're talking about the top tier in the AFC, aren't you talking Bills, Chiefs, Dolphins, and then there's kind of that second tier? And I feel like Jacksonville is maybe leading that second tier. I would say Chargers, but injuries again, Brandon Staley. The I, I I thought we might be talking about the Bengals at this point, but they're sort of to be determined. So I think they're there. I think they're leading the second tier charge is what I would say if you're talking about Jacksonville. But Super Bowl contenders, I am not there just yet. I also think that you can't just look at their schedule and assume wins. I think the Jags are in that tier where you cannot assume wins, even over bad teams. They lost to the Texans by 20 points. And I'm not saying that the Texans are a bad team, but the Jags were home favorites there. So I just don't think they're at that level to where we can just assume that they're going to win all of these games. And then I didn't think I would be saying this, but remember the start of the year where we said, oh, the AFC is the tougher conference. You don't want to go through the AFC. Honestly, I feel like the AFC might be easier. Like the Bills look good. The Dolphins look good, but there is no team that's head and shoulders above the rest of the competition. Like, I do think that the Bills and the Dolphins are in that tier, and of course the Chiefs as well. Uh, But don't we feel like it's harder to go through, like, the Niners and the Eagles? I'm starting to think that the NFC at the very top is actually harder to go the Super Bowl through. So I think the question is, do you think the Jags at the end of the season can go toe-to-toe with some of those top contenders? We've seen them do it. We've seen the Jags go toe-to-toe with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Not so sure about the Bills. I know they've beaten the Bills on years where they weren't supposed to beat the Bills, uh, but I feel like they do have a chance. I will give them a chance. Am I ready to put my money on them, the Jacksonville Jaguars, as a Super Bowl contender? No, but I am not dismissing them. Uh, is not having a chance here. Off a win over the Bills, 25-20 on Sunday. So they've got a chance uh, and help Kansas City to 17. Still, doesn't matter. you got to (laughs) play where they play. So, I mean, you know. All right, read and react number two. Miami has been amazing on offense so far. Next level, 70 points in a game earlier this season against Denver. But after five games, they are doing historical things. They've gained the most yards of any team since 1970 through five games. They have the seven fastest plays in the NFL this season. Now, of course, they do have some injury concerns here, as we found out. Their top running back is going to be out for some time. But their former coach, now he didn't win a Super Bowl with them, but Jimmy Johnson used to say that speed mm-hmm. kills. Chelsea, can the Dolphins run their way to an AFC title? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
I think they can. Like, again, I am giving them the chance to because I do believe they are in that top tier of AFC teams. But when it boils down to it, it's all about how you match up against the top dogs. We've already seen that they're kind of a bad matchup uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills went to town on this Miami defense. So I think that's the one worry I have. When you look at the postseason, you can't look at these games against the Denver Broncos and these teams that aren't going to be there. You have to look at their their games against the contenders and against the teams that they will be playing in the postseason. So, yes, the Dolphins are good. Yes, nobody would be shocked if they won the AFC but I'm not saying it's a, a foregone conclusion and saying, well, they're going to score 70 on everybody. Maybe they will, but also there are some tough teams at the top of the AFC that may give Miami some problems on the defensive end. Yeah, we saw that in Buffalo, but but I tend to agree. Miami has all the pieces. Now, Devon Achan is out for, what, the next four weeks, and that guy is a burner. Like it, mm-hmm. It's crazy that the only guy perhaps faster than him is Tyreek Hill. And so he'll be healthy later on in the season after about a month. Ultimately, the Dolphins have proven that they can play with just about anyone. And I love the fact that Tua, knock on wood, is finally healthy. He's got weapons around him. They're a fun team to watch. Miami is one of those rare teams. You see this in college football. You don't see a lot in the NFL where teams can maybe just outscore you to beat you. And Miami is that rare offensive juggernaut that can do that. So, yeah, it would. if we were talking a few months from now in February about how the Dolphins are Super Bowl champions, I would not be stunned. If they clean up some of their turnover issues, they could score. They're not 70 on everybody, but they could be up there with the uh, the great greatest show on turf oh, teams of, uh, of St. Louis back in the day. I think they've coined the nickname greatest show on surf. Now in Miami is what they're going with. So I love that. Bad. It's not bad it's not at all. Bad. All right, Vikings, it's not bad. Vikings, Vikings. They won the NFC North last season, despite being outscored the entire season. Now they've started out one and four. Justin Jefferson will be out for at least the next four weeks. Kirk Cousins is in the final year of his contract. He's going to be 36 next year. If he's the future for Minnesota, okay, fine. Figure out a way to resign him. But Jinx, if he's not. Isn't it time to just pull the plug and move on from Kirk Cousins and the Vikings should get what they can for him? Yes. If you walked into a hospital room and you saw Kirk Cousins there, you'd hear, beep, beep. Is he alive? He is, but barely. Like, don't, you know, he's hanging on. So it's time. It's time. It's time to pull the plug on Kirk Cousins and say, Look, you've been a very good regular season quarterback, regular season quarterback. But it's clear now that the Vikings run or what they thought was going to be a run when they signed him, just it's never going to materialize. So get what you can for him now. And also, he has a massive contract. The real issue is how much of his contract will you take on? How much will a team potentially take on themselves for an aging quarterback who can't win in the postseason? I don't really have that answer, but if you can find a partner who will give you some sort of value for Kirk, you better take it. Now, what you want another season with Kirk Cousins when he turns 37 and he doesn't have any weapons and on the downside of his career and the Vikings defense is terrible? No, you don't want any of that. If you can find it, pull the trigger now. God, that seems really dark. Like, I'm not advocating to kill Kirk Cousins, but (laughs) I'm saying I'm with you, Jenks. (laughs) I think they should try to get something out of them. Again, this is always price dependent and what they can get in a trade for Kirk Cousins. 
But here's the thing. There are so many teams that are desperate for even a mediocre quarterback that I'm sure they can bamboozle somebody into giving up too many picks for an old Kirk Cousins for one year or not even one year, like half a year, a rental for Kirk Cousins in order to, uh, you know, get him at least to the postseason because there are some teams that are looking like that. Look at the New York Jets. So I feel like if they can find a good trade partner who is willing to give up just enough, absolutely pull the plug on Kirk Cousins. Uh, send him on his way. Bets to the ER stat because I think they're the only ones that might be desperate enough to make that move. Because really, who, who else – that's in contention is looking for a quarterback right now, or they think that a guy like Cousins can save their season. Other than the Jets, I'm not sure there's anybody out there that does. Yeah, I don't think so point. either. Who would want to give up something? Yeah. And also, isn't isn't Aaron Rodgers going to try to come back before the end of the season? I'm not saying it's possible, but he's going to make that. So you already gave up all these picks for Aaron Rodgers. Then you're going to give up more capital for Kirk Cousins for what maybe – I don't think Aaron Rodgers returns, but if he does – you rent Kirk Cousins for a few games this season? Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah, those are not two great options. And hedging away your future. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.